Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud Welcome back, back with another police accountability episode This one has a happy ending It's, you know, as many as these police accountability episodes, it always starts with a sad situation because usually a individual is killed and most of the time it's going to be a black person, most likely a black man. This is a situation where a black woman was killed. I'm on abcnews.go.com. This article is dated December 15th, 2022. Police officer Aaron Dean found guilty of manslaughter and killing of Atiana Jefferson. A juror has found former police officer Aaron Dean guilty of manslaughter in the death of Atiana Jefferson, a 28-year-old black woman who was fatally shot in her Fort Worth, Texas home in 2019. Jury considered both the murder charge and a lesser charge of manslaughter during its deliberations. According to Judge George Gallagher, manslaughter is a second-degree felony. According to the Texas Penal Code, is a punishable by a 2- to 20-year prison and up to $10,000 fine. So he's found guilty of manslaughter. And right now, the jury who in Texas gets to decide the punishment, unless the defense allows the judge to decide, and they're going to decide anywhere from 2 to 20 years in prison. This is a sad, sad case. Back in 2019, a neighbor saw a home, and I believe it was across the street, where it was about 1 a.m. in the morning. The lights were on and the front door was open. He calls the police and says, hey, I don't know what's going on, but the front door is sure to be open and, you know, just a little concern. Can you, can you send someone out and check it out? So Officer Dean and a female police officer went out to the scene. Dean, during his testimony, said that he thought it was a burglary in progress based on when he looked in the window, how dirty the house was or how disarray the house was. And I'm I'm like, I hope cop never looks into my home or most people in America and judges that a burglary is in progress just because a house is not pristine or perfect or up to his desires of what a house should look like. He's snooping around the house, around the house, outside of the house enters into a closed gate, which he was not allowed to do. So he's violating her civil rights, her Fourth Amendment rights by doing that. He's trying to be sneaky, but he turns on the flashlight. Well, that got Atiana's attention. Obviously, the noise or the end or the flashlight got her attention. She thinks there's a burglar or a prowler. Now, she is babysitting her nephew. And that's why they're up at 1 a.m. They were playing video games. She had cooked him hamburgers. The house got a little too smoky. And I think all of us have done that in time. We've done something. We, we cook something or turn the oven on and we haven't cleaned it in a bit. And there was a lot of smoke. And all we do is we just open some windows or, and she just probably, it was easier to just open the front door to allow it to air out. So that's what was going on. She heard or saw the flashlight or both, heard some noise. She went to her purse, got her gun because she's in mama bear mode now. She's going to protect her nephew. And her nephew at the trial looked like 10 to 12 years old. So obviously three years earlier than that, seven to 10 years old. She's she's in mama bear mode. She's going to protect her, her nephew. She has gun in hand. She walks by a window. The police officer, Aaron Dean, does not identify himself as the police. All he yells was, show me your hands. And then bang, bang, she's dead shoots her through the window. He claims she pointed a gun at him. Well, first of all, she's allowed to. She's in her home. He shouldn't be there. He just doesn't have that right that if someone points a gun at you, 
as a police officer, I can shoot and kill you. No, it depends on the circumstances. I'm in my home. I'm thinking there's a burglar out there, just like if there's a no-knock raid. I can shoot at the cops, and if a cop gets killed and there's a no-knock raid, I and in Texas, this is people have won these cases where they've killed police officers and the jury finds them not guilty because they did not announce who they were. The person thinks this is a home invasion. So the defense's argument is she pointed a gun. The prosecution was ruthless on Aaron D. Now, the fact that he took the stand, normally the defense would never allow their client to take the stand. Every now and then you will. I saw it in the Kyle Rittenhouse, and I think that was just sort of icing on the cake. They knew they had won the the case when the one guy that, that got shot testified that he had pointed his gun at Kyle first, and then Kyle shot him and blew his bicep off. That was, all right, that's clear self-defense when the, the, the victim is saying, yeah, I pointed my gun at him first and then he shot me. So I think Kyle was just sort of the icing on the cake. Here's this stupid, dumb, immature 18-year-old kid made a bad decision to be there. That was it, just being there. And him crying on the stand, I think, showed the jury, hey, this is this is like my teenage son and, and to build that sympathy. This one, watching Aaron Dean during the cross-examination, this was a Hail Mary. The defense knew they had lost the case. And it's like, all right, we have nothing to lose by putting you on the stand. Maybe you can convince one juror to find you not guilty. Watching the, the prosecution grill him, it was ruthless. If you can find the video, go go find the video and watch some of that testimony. The the things they point out, first of all, he, he was sneaking around the house. And it's like, why were you doing that? Well, I was trying to catch a burglar. Why didn't you announce that you were the police? Well, we're told to sneak in there. Okay, what? show me in your, your policies manual. What's well, not in the policy manual is my training. Who who trained you this? People at the academy. Name me. Give me the names. Who are, the, who are your instructors that told you to do this? Which, I'm like me, I'm sitting there listening to this. And I'm calling BS on this. No one told you to do that. And then he said, when he said, well, I saw the gun. He said, okay, did you tell your partner there was a gun? Well, no. And if you ever watch the body cam footage, when the cops see a gun, they start yelling, gun, gun, gun. He has a gun. He has a gun. Because they, they are trained to alert the other officers that a gun is in play. We have a heightened threat level now. Because the bad guy has a gun. He never did that. He never told her. They went in and cleared the house. Never told her that there there was a gun involved. And possibly if there's another person in there, that person has had a gun. Never informed any of the other officers that there was ever a gun involved. I think my opinion is after the rest of the cops came in and they found the body and they found a gun besides her, that's when he knew there was a gun. That is when... the. She pointed a gun at me, became his defense. I never, I don't think he ever saw a gun. I mean, that's just my opinion. Body cam footage is inconclusive of either way. I mean, you couldn't really see whether she had a gun or didn't have a gun or what was going on. Watching his demeanor was, in my opinion, he knew he had screwed up. And I think he probably would have garnered more sympathy by saying, guy, yes, this was a big mistake. I did not do well. But he was trying to act like, no, I did good police work. And the defense was, well, will you grade yourself? And I think I got a B plus. And it's like you killed an innocent woman in your home and you think you got a B plus. Instead of saying, I've thought about this every night 
I replay everything in my head and I made a lot of mistakes. Yes. 2020 hindsight at the moment, I didn't think I was making the mistakes, but in hindsight, oh, I made, yeah, there's a dead woman that shouldn't be dead. Yes. I screwed up. And I think he would have got some sympathy points, not on the, the, the guilty verdict that was coming, but it's what's happening now. And in Texas, the jury gets to decide the sentencing and they're giving guidelines and ranges they get to decide, and since this is a two to 20 year, they're going to decide the two to 20 years. Now, the defense also has a opportunity to go to the DA or the prosecution and strike out a, a bargain to say, hey, he'll accept 10 years or five years. And the DA may agree to that. And he and the, pros, the defense will then waiver his right for the jury to decide and go ask the judge. And the, and the DA will then say, we recommend x amount of years i think had he showed empathy and compassion and remorse i think this sentencing phase is, would have would turn out better for him the guilty was happening he was he was he was not get he was not going to get a not guilty that that was not never going to happen his defense attorney was only thinking about that verdict he should have put him on that stand to sway the jury for the next decision which is the sentencing. Then if he went up there and actually showed some remorse and say, yes, I, I, every night I play, I replay that over and over what I could have done different. Where did I screw up? And I screwed up left and right. Yes, I did. At the moment in the heat of the battle or in the heat of the moment, it seemed right. But now I sit back. Yeah, boy, I screwed up. So now the defense has the, the decision of how, how long he's going to spend in jail. And, I'm on another article, fox4news.com. This article is dated December 16, 2022. The headline is Aaron Dean Trial. Psychologist said Dean was clearly not suitable to be an officer before FWPD hire. It starts off with jurors will get the weekend to think about how much jail time, if any, Aaron Dean will spend for killing of Atiana Jefferson. On Friday, he entered the courtroom as an inmate for the first time as the punishment phase for the former Fort Worth police officer got underway. Before the proceedings began, he appeared emotional, hugging family and supporters. Court started with forensic psychologist Dr. Kyle Clayton being called to the stand. Clayton screened Dean prior to his hiring by the Fort Worth Police Department. Quote, this is from Clayton, My conclusion is that he was not psychologically suitable to serve as a police officer. Cause the results had suggested that he had a narcissistic personality style that would inhibit his judgment decision-making, interpersonal abilities, and would make him more likely to engage in behaviors to put himself and others at risk, he said. So here he had a psyche vow. The psychologist said, this guy's a narcissist. Do not hire him. And for some reason, FWPD did. Now, I did read another article. There was two or three other psychologists or psychiatrists that evaluated him and cleared him. I would be questioning, did they all evaluate him on the same basis or did they all have a specialty where this psychologist had a specialty in narcissism, sociopaths, psychopaths, and the other professionals had specialties in other areas, de-escalation or interpersonal skills or whatever, or were they all the same general concept? The fact that this psychologist was right about this guy. He was clearly not fit to be an officer. Then it also goes on to that. Oh, okay. Right here. I, I skipped over this. 
in the Fox 4 article, Dean appealed the assessment and was hired after getting the okay from three other psychologists. So he appealed it and still hired. And it goes on, the prosecution also called Elizabeth Turner, who attended college with Dean, to the stand on Friday. She filed a police report after an encounter with Dean at UT Arlington in 2004. She says he groped her on the UTA campus. He pulled his hand away and asked me not to tell anybody that what had happened, and I grabbed my bag and left the room. So he was sexually molesting her, groping her, and it wasn't you know, obviously, you know, maybe a hug or touching a shoulder. He grabbed parts of her that he should not have been grabbing. As I always say when I'm doing these is I'm not part of Back to Blue. I'm not part of Defund the Police. I want high quality, high IQ police officers that pass a psychological profile. This guy did not. He should never have been hired. When a psychologist says, guys, this guy is a danger, and I'm sure the lawsuit, if there has not been one settled already, is going to, this is going to be brought up in that lawsuit that the FWPD knew this guy should not have been hired. And since I just thought of the lawsuit, I'm going to look that up real quick. Nope, there is no settlement. There's been lawsuits filed, and I'm sure they were probably waiting to see what was going to happen in this jury in this trial because obviously a psychologist coming out saying i told you guys not to hire him it's going to be huge and i think once a police officer gets their job they need to have regular psych evals because this type of behavior can affect people over a, a long period of time people can grow cold can develop some type of sociopathic or narcissistic tendencies just from having to shut off your feelings when you're dealing with the dregs of society and dealing with horrific behavior day in and day out. It can play a toll on your your sight. Hopefully we're going to see a decision made in the next day or two and I'll bring that back to you. I think he had a fair trial. He was found guilty and he should be punished. Hopefully he's going to get the higher end of that 20 years. He needs to spend a lot of time in jail for taking a young black woman's life like this and traumatizing her nephew that he had to see his auntie that was babysitting him gunned down. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Parking is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider. Never stop at a sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting a line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.